Hubhopper Originals Hello there. How was your weekend? I am so grateful for the support that you have shown me already. Thank you so much. I owe my confidence in podcasting to each and every one of you that tune into Hubhopper to listen to my shows. And I had people writing into me just after one episode. That's really nice. I have selected one email that I will read out at the end of the show. And please, I urge you to continue to write to me. It brings me great joy to know your opinions, to have a discussion with you. And it makes me feel like you're a part of this show. And I'm so thankful for that. You're listening to Wink and Nod Mattresses presents Before I Sleep. And I'm Sonata, your host. And as always, I'm sitting comfortably on my cool gel technology-enabled Wink and Nod Mattress. Which, by the way, I have had for over a week now. And wow. The quality of my sleep has improved and how. You can get yours at winknot.com before stocks run out. This is brought to you in association with mad.me. Go to winknot.com to buy yourself one of these amazing mattresses. On the last episode, we spoke about the importance of being calm and how a calm mind is the foundation upon which we can create our realities. To speak in terms of quantum physics, don't get scared, I'm just quoting something. An odd space experiment has confirmed that as quantum mechanics say, reality is what you choose it to be. Physicists have long known that a quantum of light or photon will behave like a particle or a wave depending on how they measure it. Now, by bouncing photons of satellites, a team has confirmed that an observer can make that decision even after a photon has made its way almost completely through the experiment, seemingly well past the point at which it would become either a wave or a particle. So for those of you who did not understand this, in short, observation precedes reality. And the act of observing is thusly extremely powerful. In today's episode, we are going to talk about this hidden power which we do not exercise because we are so hasty in reacting to our surroundings. Before I start talking about it, I want you to put your phone away, silence it if possible and let us just talk. Take three deep breaths, just like that and relax. Find yourself a comfortable position, and here we go. Observation is the act of scrutinizing or monitoring something, and by that, I mean the act of looking at all possible tangents to a person or a situation. Let us take the example of when something great happens to us, like a promotion or a childbirth or a proposal. We feel like we are on top of the world, don't we? We feel so happy and elated, invincible almost. What we observe is pure joy, and joy is such a good feeling that it automatically tricks our minds into believing that joy alone is meant to be celebrated, and joy should be the constant state of being, joy should be how our life should be, We wish people eternal joy and happiness on their birthdays and anniversaries. Joy should be 
how life should be. Life should be all about joy, joy and some more joy. Now, take the example of when something bad happens to us, like an accident or a burglary or being fired or breaking up. Immediately, our stomach sinks, our hearts feel heavy, our energy plummets and we become forlorn. Now step back and notice how we observe only one kind of reality. Where joy is a good thing and misfortunes are a bad thing. This is how we are conditioned. Since we were children and since we grew up in India, and especially from middle class families, we are taught to come first in class, crack that all India entrance, become an engineer or a doctor or an IAS officer or a lawyer like our predecessors or people our parents look up to. And because we are conditioned into segregating certain achievements in the brackets called joy, automatically we think that if we do not crack that exam or get that rank in school or do that job or take up that career, we are failures. Let me remind you that this is a completely biased observation. And over years and years of following this pattern of observation, we create realities that reflect this conditioning. We observe this into our physical reality. To undo this kind of conditioning is hard. Not impossible, but it's hard. It's decades and decades of thinking like this. Some of us are conditioned to such a great degree that we are closed off to the possibility of looking at a situation in a different way. Let us do an exercise today. Last episode, I taught you a golden question which would help you center yourselves to a state of calm. And in this episode too, I'm going to share with you a question that you can ask yourself which will immediately help you cut through conditioned patterns of observation. And if you practice it long enough, you can change your reality by changing the way you observe it. I will come to the question in a bit, but before I do, I wanted to share with you why I give you guys a question in each episode. So if if you follow Law of Attraction or if you've read The Secret and if you've ever visited a life coach or if you uh, watch creators on YouTube and other video platforms talking about how they manifest things into reality, most of the manifestation coaches usually teach us affirmations to follow and repeat the affirmations and visualize and make a visual board and, you know, all sorts of tricks to bring your desire into reality. I have, however, um, gone through all of that and I have seen faster results with the mode of asking questions. You see, the mind is a slave. The subconscious mind is a slave and the, the mind does not have a mind of its own. So mostly the mind is on autopilot. And um, imagine the mind as an eager puppy who wants to play catch. Now, if you do not monitor the pup or if you do not give the pup company, it'll keep playing with the ball. It'll just kick the ball to some place and go and pick it up. It'll just be busy with itself, which is what the mind is like when it's on autopilot. However, if you, um, if you take the charge and you want the mind to fetch something, if you want the pup to fetch something, you need to throw it a question. Try it right now. I'm serious. Ask your mind a question. Ask any question and it'll go rummaging to find that answer. To grab your mind's attention, 
to establish your presence on the mind to let the mind know that you are the boss you need to ask it a question instead of telling yourself an affirmation like i am abundant i'm fulfilled etc try and ask yourself am i abundant am i fulfilled you see many a times when we make affirmations to ourselves thanks to our conditioning we actually just say the words without feeling it and manifestation occurs from a place of feeling you feel it first and then it happens so you will never genuinely feel in sync with an affirmation if like a parrot you keep saying something like i am this and i am that and i am other this that and the other so take a step back and ask yourself am i abundant for example and then automatically your mind will give you answers it will either take you to a journey of things that you lack or take you to a journey across things that you have if you find yourself mulling over things that you lack then your observations are going to be dominated by a psyche of lack and thusly your reality if you force yourself to believe that you are abundant when deep inside of you you don't really believe it will not only get your manifestation delayed but it will run into many obstacles that stem out of your lack psyche on the other hand if your mind takes you to a journey of things that you have then you will find yourself feeling very happy and provided for and from this space your observations will be that of gratitude and abundance and hence more abundance will manifest into your life the choice to make that observation lies in you and i shall help you with that with the question that you can ask yourself every time you feel like you need a shift in perspective and the question is what is the good that i'm not observing about this i repeat the question is what is the good that i am not observing about this the moment you ask that question the eager puppy that is your subconscious mind will work very very hard to fetch you something good to observe even in the most testing of situations and trust me when you find it i want you to grab it observe it build on it over and over and over again till all you observe about a so-called negative situation is the goodness that your conditioning disguised in it that is a lot to think about isn't it and i hope that while you think about it you slip into a deep slumber it is now time for me to read an email that was sent to me about last week's episode shruti name changed from bhopal wrote to me saying sonata loving this new show and i'm a huge fan of anecdotes already and i hope to hear more i tried to ask myself like you suggested what is my body saying to me when my mother in law who taunts me on a regular basis made a taunt at me yet again and i felt my energy dip taking that as a clue i did not react to her when usually i used to and instead i politely excused myself However, after that instance, I felt like I suppressed my emotion and I was angry a lot for the rest of the day because I listened to my body and did not react. But I think I should have given her a fitting reply and taken it out of my system. Don't you think not reacting is counterproductive as it made me think of her taunt even more? Shruti, thank you so much for listening to both Spanish Dots and Before I Sleep. 
I empathize with your situation and completely understand why you must have been reeling with anger because you did not react. And believe it or not, the fact that you felt so angry for the rest of the day is actually a great sign. You see, when you do not react, which is your mind's usual way of being, it gets angry for two reasons. First, that you did not react. And second, that you're trying to overrun it. So your mind has been on autopilot for years. And suddenly you're trying to introduce a new pattern. You're trying to be the boss. So your mind is being a brat and it's sending you all these thoughts and resentments so that you can react. When you go to a gym after years and years of being a lazy slob, your body is going to hurt. Because what you are doing is introducing a new way of being to your body. So at a micro level, your tissues will tear and then reshape. That is exactly what is happening to your mind. It is stressed. It wants you to give it off to your mother-in-law. And this is a great sign because this shows that you're successfully prevailing over your mind. Over a period of time, how going to the gym reshapes your body, if you practice awareness and calm, it'll come naturally to you after a point. However, having said that, if it gets really overwhelming, there are a lot of things you can do. You can write a letter to your mother-in-law in a journal, venting yourself out, and then please tear it or burn it, don't send it to her, and throw it away. Call a friend and vent, and one thing that I personally like that really helped me when I was just starting my journey of anger management and calming down, is to scream face down at the top of my lungs into a pillow. Trust me, like, it's amazing. Try it. Whatever you do, do not give in to the whims of your angry, reactive mind. And you'll soon find, when the pent-up anger loses its battle trying to find expression through you, the clouds clear and logic comes about, and you will find yourself having a very good response, not a reaction to your mother-in-law. I wish you the best, and I'm so proud that you have started this journey. Thank you for writing in, Shruti. And that brings me to the end of this episode. This week, I urge you to be mindful. Whenever you are faced with a situation that provokes you for a negative reaction, take your time and ask yourself, what is the good that I am not observing about this? And I hope you become a person who finds all negative situations to be like oysters with a pearl of something great somewhere in them. 99% of the times, that's what they are. Labor and pain precede birth. Don't forget that. It's going to be hard, definitely, but if you stick around soon enough, you will go through it and you will be creating a brand new reality out of a consciousness, out of an observation that you have observed because of your choices and not something that's a result of conditioning. Let me know what you think of this and I want this show to be a discussion like you said. So you can inbox or email me. My Instagram handle is Sonteshwari. Listen to my other show's anecdotes on Hubhopper. And thank you so much for tuning into Before I Sleep. I'm cozy and comfortable and ready to surrender myself to a great sleep on my amazing Wink and Nod mattress, which is the best thing to happen to my sleep of late. I cannot stress enough. Go to winknod.com and get yourself one of these mattresses. It's an investment, trust me. And the return is beautiful. Like, 
I haven't slept better. Honestly, I'm so glad I switched to Wink and Nod. You are listening to Wink and Nod presents Before I Sleep. I'm Sonata Parashar, and we shall talk again next Sunday at ten. Good night and sleep tight, and I will see you soon. I hope you enjoyed this Hubhopper original podcast. If you want to get started with your own show, please do get in touch. We'd love to have you on board. Send an email to info at hubhopper.com. That's info at hubhopper.com, and we'll get back to you in a flash. We're looking forward to creating some great audio content together.